Hello, and welcome to the After the Whistle podcast, Ghana's number one sports podcast where we dominate the conversation of sports news, results, and analysis every other week. I am your host, KO, joined with a panel of my friends, and here's what we have for you today. Big results in the Champions League this week and what seems to be the end of a dynasty. A player leading his team to a title and his ex-team supposedly jealous. A big Independence Day gift from the next batch of Ghanaian football stars and many more. So, enjoy the show. Go. We wreck. Nah, but 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 crack. That's hilarious. How can you just start by showing your nipples like that, uh, bro? I don't even understand, man. Uh, G podcast. I just show oh. like why 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 say we all we all we make ready ready to pod, ready to report, ready to you know delve into very important guy, football man. football you issues. Then you can't you can't see. Ah, you people not check the post. You don't see what I post. Nah, nah, we, we ain't trying to do that. <laughs> we, 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 we depart right now. And another episode of After the Whistle has begun. Charlie, by you people, you know, listen the new intro. You're not, you're not even trying to do that, we, do you? We did. You've been <laughs> trying to do it the whole time. But yes. The episode of After the Whistle, episode two of season five. How are you, gentlemen? All right. For for those who are not aware, we have a special guest with us today by the name of Y. The streets know him as YF. I'm not trying no. to put your full government out there, but then yeah. Good good evening, sir. Yeah, good evening, Kyle. I'm, I'm okay. all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. All right. My, my crack crack has clearly shown we that uh or shown us that his nipples are okay, so it'd be cool. <laughs> oh, what was it? Oh, PG. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> dude, dude, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm good, bro. It's mighty healthy. I'm good. Alright, alright, alright. Uh we would have wished that Kawa was here today, but then uh technical difficulties are hampering him. But we hope that, you know. Sometime in the near future, he'll be he'll hop on these remote sessions with us, and we'll catch it up. Big, big, big week in football this past week. Uh, Champions League games, where we saw the fall of legends occurring right before our very eyes, and the birth of new ones. But me, I just want to start off the pod that we are we going to pit Haaland and Mbappe against each other? Madness. <laughs> Well, Why not? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> me, me. To be very honest with you, I'm kind of tired of the whole Ronaldo Messi debate. So I'm just like, Charlie, enjoy the bloody players, man. Like, why, why are you for pits them against each other? This one, this one, even sounds, it sounds forced. It's too forced. Yeah. Make Kala move, go better team. Then we can move up from there. This Dortmund, you did it. I love it. The people he's playing with, Charlie, I, I don't think it's it's good enough. Somebody. Big big boys defeat Mbappe. See who defeat 
Because he's still if, putting if up you numbers. For move, if you move from there, go bigger team, bigger platform, bigger pressure, then we know from there that, yeah, move to also the pressure there, I think he can handle it. But it's it's just yeah, it's just the fact that let, let's see it, let's see it at a bigger team. Let's see it. I feel you. I feel you. It seems forced. I think the next move will decide everything for him. If he doesn't go to another big side, he goes to like a Bayern or a Man City or a Real Madrid. Yeah, then we can see what will happen. But if he goes to a Man United, maybe ah. he might not. He might never ever. The guy talk. He talk. He talk what he wants. Talk. Why you put one one style for the guy opinion? This is what you take up. Nah, speak your mind. Speak your mind. Somebody with a with a call out with a call out in Bappe and Rashford say they say Alan for what? But then what what happens if both actually end up on the same team, which is very likely. Because um, if, if, if if Madrid have money to spend, Madrid, mm-hmm. which can those Spanish boys, they don't have money. They don't have money anymore. Hey, you people they call them broke boys. Broke. You they call them broke boys. Broke, broke boys. Oh, Barcelona oh, is broke boys. No, no, Barcelona like, in particular be broke boys. Barcelona and Real Madrid or you put chopping. All you will hear me say, Benzema they come from like two months. They're not paying. As I think Sergio, Sergio Ramos's contract is up. If yeah. Kareem yeah. 2 is also... Kareem 2 seems to be... Not on the decline, because he's been there saving grace this season. Today, for example, you know, Elche, they, they were drawing at home to Elche. And he had to... Mm-hmm. Or losing to Elche. Yeah. And he had to come up with a brace. So, and it's very likely that... Um, uh, I think Mbappe in particular wants to go to Madrid. It, it, it's I don't understand why they all want to. What what what's they did? Charlie, mm-hmm. you go Madrid, they they instead of beijing, they 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 search another club, go go, go pick up your uh, your career. Why why are you going to someone like this? <laughs> but yeah, so put into put into put into bed the uh, Holland and Bappe like debate. You sure? I'd be nah. like Tom. Well, well. This would be, ple- this, this be a pleasant surprise if he was to actually come on. Small <laughs> well, let's go on anyway. It's still going on, man. That's what I'm waiting for, bro. But, but we are, you know, you know, this podcast is different from the rest because we do what we want. It's in this. Exactly. Fish show up whenever you want to show up. If we say eight o'clock, we always come yeah, yeah, bait yeah, off yeah. then. All right. On, it's on that note, I'll, I'll be right back. This <laughs> guy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Charlie, you pay, you know, you'll be paid. Oh, technically, where, 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 where technically, 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 yes. Yeah, you pay, my. Ah, uh, you see, you, you can't do my top. Me, while see you, you see, 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 before, 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 ah, before the portal. Hey, Kawizi, Kawizi, Kawizi. Star boy, Star boy. 
then he go talk something. Then we all go not say be cool before keep on a calm and actually, you know. But yes, Shall welcome be, to be. the show, Mister Ofusula. I can't say that for a whole. I forgot that from my and download the chrome again. Charlie, you see what we talk. Ah. You make it no way. You you'll catch up okay. soon enough for what the we haven't really uh, gone gone that far into the episode. Uh we're just t- speaking about the not necessarily the decline of Barca and Madrid, but then just uh what was happening in football terms right now where you have two legends who seem to be on the decline, haven't made the semi final of the Champions League. Well, this is the first time in about fifteen years that they haven't first made time the in fifteen semifinal, years or the quarter final of the Champions League. Which, yeah, they are they are dominant. And but me, I mean, I have some hope that Messi still, will still win the champion. Everybody get hope. <laughs> mm. oh. Make you not do my punches, so I beg you. But just a quick roundup of results for uh, what happened this past week: Juventus losing it late uh, against Porto about losing on away goals. Uh, Dortmund sort of holding on uh, by drawing to Sevilla. PSG doing enough at Camp Nou and drawing to Barca at home. And Liverpool scoring more goals at Anfield this year <laughs> in the Champions League than in the Premier League. NY March. So that really should just say a lot of what's happening in European football. Uh, <clears throat> moving to Europa, Arsenal playing. <laughs> Corey, like, oh I need you God. to be here for this. <laughs> like, in need, in need, you for step up for your team. But then everyone thought that was going to be an. Uh, be honest, okay, so I put the stream on, you know, to watch the game. When Odegaard scored, I said, nice goal. When Sabah's made that mistake, I turned the stream off. I didn't watch the other two two goals. I was like, I'm not watching this bullshit again. Like, it's it's uh, that's not why I watch Arsenal. It does what I tell you, Arsenal is fun, eh? Until they kick a ball. <laughs> but I mean, oh, they did well. Oh, yeah, they but, came back I mean, to win three one. You can't keep shooting yourself in the foot. Like, like it is just a mark of insanity. Like you can't keep doing the same shit over and over and over again. Everybody knows he. Press that man in the middle, you get the ball back to the team, easy to I mean, come on, guys. This is not rocket science. But also seems to make everything rocket fucking science. So here we are. I'm the most pessimistic Arsenal fan you'll find mm. as of now because I've been watching them for a long time and I've seen the decline, bruh. So, and they beg. All right, all right. Well, uh, United joined to Milan at home. No, no, ultra. Home being the way they play Budapest. Yeah. Ama, Ama, the boys hype. The boys hype. Ama Diallo getting the first goal. Like, like, like how, how, how this one there? I will let the United fans talk. Like, how how do you feel about him? Uh, sort of rising to the top. It was a good. It was a good goal to be honest. Sort of running. Getting them behind the defender, looping header over Donnarumma, you know, it, 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 it showed some prowess. Like he's willing to get into the box just to 
you know, make something happen. Exactly. Well, you know, one spectacular pick on the past. Well, to do for the past how many years? It's like all the attackers, the front three, especially like Martial, Rashford, especially. There are two people who, at least Rashford makes runs a few times. Martial, he he always wants to receive the ball to fit. He always wants to come deep. There are, there are some moments in the game, if you notice, they are all going on the counter. And you know, Alex Teles, for example, he likes to get his crosses in very, very early. So the best thing no one to do is run into the box and be on the receiving end. But Teles is going to cross, and then you are pulling up for a pass for him to give you the ball. Then the attack just runs dry because there's no one else. Do you, do you, it makes you wonder. It really makes you wonder what they you do. See, so sometimes you're, you're confused about whether it's the coaching or it's the players themselves. Because if Ahmad mm. can just get on the pitch, he came on and he scored within three minutes and he made the type of run that we were expecting Marshall to do the whole first half. He wasn't making that run. Ahmad came on for two, three minutes and he did the same thing. So you wonder whether it's the coaching or it's the players and their own instincts. I don't get it. But yeah, Ahmad mm-hmm. did very well because that wasn't an easy header to pull off. It was, it was quite an exceptional thing for someone to I, I think we yeah, haven't seen anything yet. It's going to definitely, you know, go a bit more in the United shirt. But um, when Bruno is playing with intelligent players, that's what happens. Frankly, Marshall doesn't show that kind of intelligence all the time. Rashford wow. too. So I'm not I'm not surprised that Diallo probably saw well Bruno saw the run. Diallo saw what Bruno would do, and he just made the contact. It's just. Bruno needs intelligent players to play with to five, so we see his best attributes. So it's good that he's got someone like that on the field of him at the moment. Hopefully, we'll see more of that in the next round. So, so wait, I, I guess I'm question. So, what, what basically you are the talking say? The United boys are my head that. So I get questions. Oh, oh yes. I get oh, questions. Yeah. I've been hearing. I've been, I've been hearing a lot of. I've been hearing a lot of United fans wait, complain. Which we really Rashford. wouldn't argue. I think he's a good player. I, I actually think he's a good player. But mm. I see United fans. Some of them detest him with a passion. Why is that? I don't know about them. He never lifts his head, and he doesn't raise his head. He always goes for power over placement sometimes. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. see, Rashford is a Not kind of player power. who he's only good when he's playing off instincts. But the moment you give him time to think about what he has to do next, he's yeah. he's uh, he's a very maybe your number yeah. ten. <laughs> no, it just be number. It just be number. <laughs> Eway say he will take the numbers. That's what I want to If you take that pressure personal day, that was up to him. But he could uh, who literally you had number nineteen or one for it. Yeah, he too. There, there seems to be some disagreement. <laughs> no, no, no. But he posted a picture on Instagram saying he's happy to be here. Some one of those. Oh my God! They always like, use their family members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will come and be like, hey, I, "I love you. I want to be here." I've, 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 that, that one there, that, 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 that'd be another thing. I want us to get sidetracked for a bit. Now, you know, since this seems to be a United podcast, but I don't want us to be. 
news have come out from the club saying that they mm-hmm. have hired, or not even hired, promoted John Murtaugh, who was, I think, head of, uh, not head of youth development, but he was within the club. He had a position within the club, had to do something with youth, bringing in the mm-hmm. youth uh, players recently. Promoted him to <clears throat> um, director of football, which United fans and the football world a lot have been crying or sort of asking for. And promoted Darren Fletcher yeah. to be head of tech- yeah, technical uh, director, yeah. technical affairs, mm-hmm. to technical director. Now, <laughs> judging from his work, the current crop of United youth players seems to be of good quality. You know, um, because I remember them making a bunch of signings over the past couple of years, which have seemed to raise the profile of uh, the under 23s and the under 19. There is a basically give give a boost to the reserve squad. That's how come uh, you have uh, this kiddie way they play recently Who with does? the Allos. Palestri. Palestri. Yes, thank you. Like <clears throat> Tahi Chong and since you get some guy too also from Zurich FC recently. Like I'm not saying they, they they brought in a couple of boys. And you know, um uh who who said was even the coach before before I know he's part of the tech I, I just forget his name. But I know say like then is then they spoiled their small small. See. You know, like do you think this promotion I have a question uh, yeah. with, like, I want the United fans to answer this the, the, this is on top of what you've you asked right these old players that they keep hiring for these positions are they actually trained for it or it just be sentimental because <laughs> I see it in a lot of clubs oh so, so Really? Because oh, I, I find it quite s- s- silly. Like, what what does Darren Fletcher have know about technical director of a football club? Like, I used to play football. That doesn't mean it, it would be technical director. Well, you know, there was a period he was unwell. And in that period, he spent a lot of time doing the coaching aspect as well. So I think it's, it's all part of his development. And I think... Um, Ole and, um, well, Sir Alex to an extent, they have interacted with him and they see what he can do in terms of pushing players in the right direction technically. You, you don't want players to just kind of develop by just playing the Division 2 or um, Premier League 2 or whatever. He might have an idea of, look, you do this for a bit, you go on loan for a bit. He has a better idea of it because he went through the ranks at United. Yeah, but who who would you have? Tell me. Somebody who was actually trained. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, just, this 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 is obviously a question for United fans. So, Crack will give you on. Kawato will give you on. <laughs> I, I I think it's it's a it's a fine thing. I, I think Fletcher would surprise many. It's, it's good to have another Scottish man in there. It's sentimental, but Charlie. Sentiments. It's you. Sentiments. Hey, Charlie, you people. You people. Crack. I beg. I beg. It's all everywhere for me. Brass there. Vicky, brass there. 
It's not a good point because Jurgen Klopp was a shit player who has made a good coach. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't necessarily mean that Messi can train people. I dropped my case. Thierry Henry, Thierry Henry has been coached for God knows how long and he has done nothing. <laughs> so it is not about... Yeah, it's not exactly. Even, exactly. Even, and, and, yes. that's, and that's what we are saying. It's, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean that being a good player means you, you know, automatically you become a good technical director or you become yeah, a good... Yeah, there are so uh, many football. Fair enough. There are so many. They watch. They are fair enough. We watch. That's the thing. There are so many great players that are not intelligent. Ah, uh, but it doesn't... Ah, now... If you know how to play football, that doesn't mean that uh, upstairs is working. It doesn't mean your head, everything is going on. <laughs> even there's a school of thought that I even said, I most you. great players don't even turn out to be great coaches. It's normal. Because when they are teaching you, they expect some things to come to come to you naturally, like it came to them. <laughs> so they get frustrated early. Even in basketball and other sports, you can see it. Most of the great players are the coaches. I mean, the greatest coaches. I've achieved my goal, so, so I rest my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, oh, yeah, no, but I, um, I honestly think that good, you know, the, good, the, good the Fletcher appointment, there isn't too much we can say about it because, um, you know, from what, from, from what y'all, y'all were saying, I, th- I think I'll just pick it up from there. Fletcher is united through and through. He came as a boy. He has gone through the ranks to, to become uh, a technical director as, as he is at the moment. I feel like he knows the club more than many other people who have. And... The thing about sentimentality is that United has been run on sentimentality for a very long time. You yeah. get it? It's a, from Bagdi. Yes, from, from, from a very long time ago. That's how the club has been run. So you don't expect that the club will just go away and, and bring some German who will try to come and change, change things. It won't work change like that. United will never go and bring a German or bring anybody else or an Italian or somebody. It is someone they can trust and someone from the British Isles like they've done with Fletcher. So I think that, you know, let's just see, you know, how he's going to cope at this, at this moment. The thing is, United, um, 
it is okay. it's all is not well at United, but the club is on the ascendancy, and that's I feel like that you know level of um, uh, interest and vim is what the club has has gone into you know bring people who they feel really know the club, and that is the reason why someone like Olegan Asoje for all the criticism and everything he gets might not leave the club because then he is someone who knows the club. Ole is. Ole has particularly been become an English now. You know, not, not many people even remember that he's Norwegian because of how long he has been in England mm-hmm. and he has, he has coached United and all of that. So those are the kind of people United wants. And that's the reason why he's going to stay there. For, for Fletcher, like you all said, I think he has, he has learned well enough to be able to cope in a role like that. The pressure that comes with it will get to him. But, I mean, if this guy has been able to stay on the sidelines as a player for that long, you know, having to go through... Um, something that is not an injury and it's a sickness and having to go through that and have been able to bounce back, I feel like there isn't too much pressure he wouldn't be able to handle at this point. Let's just hope that the management will be able to, one, stand up to the Blazers and then two, make the right decisions for the club at the moment. And as we've seen, the club is certainly trying to make the right decisions now. The capture of Ahmad Diallo is one, the... the, the the ability of the club to tie down Dean Henderson is another. And hopefully we, we are able to, you know, move away from uh, the times when, you know, when, when, when making panic buys like buying Di Maria and buying Falcao and all those players will be a thing of the past. And then the club can now focus on what their main aim is. And I think that that's, that's where we lost because just after Fergie, the club just went into some sort of a panic mode and then we were making wrong decisions. And they feel like now they need to come back and start making the right decisions. And that's what they've done at the moment. Yep. Mm. Well said. So, early days, hopefully, there'll be some um, trophies to go with this to culture, which they are trying to cultivate at the club. Um, we would have to just touch on uh, <laughs> Tottenham's recent form, given that Gareth Bill has also picked up form as well. And the London Derby is going to be up tomorrow. Now, I'm not going to ask for any predictions, but then you have, you have to take into consideration <laughs> that whatever comment which you make tonight will be reflected on Monday. So, <laughs> it will be... I'll, I'll, give, you, will I'll, be. I'll give you a stat. <laughs> you just have to... Also, I won two out of the last 13 North London Derby's. Mm-hmm. It should be enough to tell you how it's going to go to, to tomorrow. <laughs> how do you know that? Uh, which room? There's yeah, no fans. Home. home doesn't it's be home. now. No, 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 no. Listen, we've we've spoken about how the uh, atmosphere has affected the game. Oh, Listen, I definitely I agree. Tactics. But enjoy what the game. What I go jump? What I go jump? But. You know, the thing is that on, on, on pure tactics, right. I think that um, anyone, anyone in the world would just pick Jose Mourinho. But um, Ateta has also shown that, you know, in, in games where he feels like he doesn't stand a chance, he's able to put his players in a, in a position where they are able to soak up the pressure. This is where he needs Ben Leno to be on top of his game. He needs his defenders to also be really good. And, and Gabriel has been... Exactly. Yeah, Gabriel has been yeah, extremely yeah, good. You're asking for that much. Yeah, no, but Gabriel, has, Gabriel has been really good in the past one month. I, I, I don't see any other defender. Oh, you're who asking has, for too much. No, but, but I'm saying that <laughs> I'm saying that Ateta, 
Ateta knows the, the position that he's in at the moment. But the thing is, you see, the thing about Mourinho is that um, this is how a Mourinho season has gone in the last in the last uh, in the last five years. He starts well, then he flounders a bit around November and December, then he picks up somewhere February and March, and then you know it goes downhill mm-hmm. again. You get it. So Mourinho is just at a point where you know things have started working for him again. So he's at his, what we say, he's at his Mourinho best at this time. And that's why I'm saying that Ateta needs his players to be in the right shape to, to be able to, to tackle Mourinho. I, I know that is a, is a difficult okay. case. It's really, it's really, yeah, you're, you're it's really a big for the impossible. Exactly. It's, but, it's, 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 not even, it's not even a big ask, it's an impossible ask. It's, but, it's people with, they, they pass, Charlie, you're not going to talk this. Thing. But, at, but at, Ateta showed it against City. Oh please! He showed it against City. I mean, that's the, nice. The, exactly. The fact that City, <laughs> the fact that City beat you guys one zero is is a big revelation of the fact that Ateta oh, was Ateta has sort of learned to keep his teams intact when they are playing the big sides. And also, yeah, they were missing party on that day. You know, so so if, if you're missing party that lost, time, I mean, if you lose one zero to City, yeah, it's, it's yeah, not embarrassing. So, you know, yeah. and, and 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 that's 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 what I'm saying. But also, another thing about football now that is really really funny. Is that when Pep loses, they say he, he, has, he, has, he has overthought the game, he overthinks the game, and then he loses. Yeah, but tomorrow, yeah. if Mourinho loses, I, I don't think anybody will say Mourinho has overthought the game, or uh, they'll just say Mourinho is, is, is past it. So, where, where yeah. does this comparison come in of, of how two coaches who, you know, um, were at a point where both of them were extremely good, and now one is just a, you know, just, just a tad lower? than the other, and then the other sort of gets away with certain things that, you know, he shouldn't be able to get away with. You understand what I mean? And, and Mourinho can't yeah. get away with things like that. I think that, you know, generally football hasn't been, um, I don't want to say it hasn't been fair to Mourinho because, because of how, how he has also acted in the past. He hasn't given himself that um, uh, opportunity for people to, to try to side with him when, when some of these things come and when the hard times come. But, you know, focusing on the London Derby, though, I just, uh, I just want to see a good game. I feel like it's a game that might end in a draw. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I actually think same as well. Um, Gareth Bale has been on some wild form. He's been exciting. But I just think Arteta's, he, like Kawawa said, he's, he's learned. He's learned from just going big or trying to outthink his opponents. And in a game like this, which matters so much to the league table to an extent, he would want to just keep it simple. It's at the Emirates. I don't see him trying to overthink it too much. He'll just try and match Mourinho in a sense that it will come down to maybe one individual error to try and get a goal that will get you ahead. And then you just sit back and defend. Because right now, Mourinho's team is in the... They are in a good run. They are they're enjoying their football. But Arsenal need the points more than anything. And this is not the time to overthink anything. You just need to keep it basic. And Arteta might do that really well. I just hope he doesn't do too much. Pablo Mari, I think he's an exciting player, but he needs a bit more time in the Premier League. Gabriel should probably start ahead of him with David Luiz, just because you get more experience in the back line. But it, it looks like a draw to me, unless maybe there's just a, a wild start, like how Spurs started um, the Burnley game, I yeah. think. If there's a wild start, 
<laughs> we might see plenty goals, but if there's, it's not one of those ones, it's like a bit thought out, just tactical from the first 15 minutes, yeah, it will come down to individual errors. And I see a draw, at least, uh, you, yeah, just definitely a draw. You really speak like true neutrals. I like that. <laughs> Uh, but that's that's what we are. That's like why that. we're the number one podcast in the country. So don't don't do that. <laughs> Draw. <laughs> uh, you <clears throat> with nine games, with nine games, with nine games, with nine games left. Right. And Bill sort of coming up on top form, and with Arsenal too, also in a bit of a revival because this season has seen it's it's, it's topsy turvy for a lot of teams. It's only City that have sort of maintained that. Form which once they hit it, you know, it was just win after win after win after win after win. Yeah, but with nine games left, like, no, uh, do you think Tottenham no. can make top four? No, 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 Oh, Charlie, you want you want you want you want calling to you want calling to question my 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 podcast. I saw they did top ten. They serious question. They did say they top ten. It's a it's a serious question we're asking. We can't even we can't even probably make top half of the table, and you miss top four. He cried. He killed. He he went past the the keyboard. Oh, Charlie, it will be. It will it will be a good it will be a good patch of form like for them to hit that. Look, exactly. they still have to play so all over the place, Liverpool, they have to play West Ham, Arsenal have to play Chelsea, Everton, all these people that are in and around the same position as them. I don't think it's possible. They have to play Sheffield United, Fulham, Newcastle, Crystal Palace, West Brom, all these people trying to stay in the Premier League. Arsenal should forget about top four, even European football, to be honest. For Tottenham, they also probably have the same kind of fixtures. They have Man United, Everton, City, all following in, in, in April. They have Aston Villa as well. Honestly, if any of them make the top four, look, I'll give anybody here 1,000 cities free. Honestly, it's not possible. No, no, that, that, yeah, that, yeah, the, the, the right. runner games, you, you look at the runner <laughs> games, and it's, it's just going to be massively, massively impossible for for any of them to make it because they play people that are fighting for their survival and people that are already ahead of them in the league. It's not, if you are playing like you're going to play Wolverhampton Wanderers the whole time and Leeds the whole time, fine, but Leicester, Aston Villa, Man United, all these teams are they all have something to lose and it's not gonna be as simple as that. Alright. Got it. Got it. And so with teams chasing European uh football for next season, other teams are firmly in the driving seat. And I mean if if we go to Italy, Inter have managed to fend off uh AC Milan as well as Juventus and are sitting pretty on top for league table. So that being, it's very likely that Lukaku, this is the second season. Yeah, Lukaku and a string of other uh, United, former United players, 
would get their first domestic. <laughs> Why? The sound effects there. <laughs> but yeah, it'd be like Inter the Crunch hmm. League be that. So, question being, and, and I, I don't even like to pose these questions. Where no. Oh, hell no. Regrets necessarily Lukaku. Nah. At, 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 at United, he, he did what he did and he deserved what he because of whatever. But right now, he's at a team which the football suits him, the culture suits him, the coach suits him. Because I think once <laughs> really put him on the right side, then he said, But to be fair, like he played a pretty good game on the wow. right. So, I, mean, I don't know why he'd complain. Uh, United fans, I think hmm. United fans get a bit irrational whenever the topic of Lukaku comes up, honestly. Like from the first day, I don't think United fans ever warmed up to him. So, he was always going to have to do twice as much as anybody else to get any accusation. Me, I, I didn't like him and I didn't dislike him. I wasn't one of the people always insulted and saying, Lukaku, we should sell him, we should sell him. I was more or less indifferent about him. But the thing is, he scored goals. People tried to rewrite history and try to make it seem like he wasn't doing shit when he was at United. But I think he scored, um, was it 26 or 27 goals in his first season? And then in yep. the second, even in the second season, that he said he was season, terrible yeah. and everything. He scored like 14 goals. And in those 14 goals, you have to remember that um, Mourinho left around mid-season and Ole came. And as Keo was saying, Ole was putting him on the right. on the right. Either he was putting him on the right or he was benching him. There were a number of games where he, he was on the bench. So for him to even put up 14 goals in a season like that is still quite impressive. So it's not that United should regret selling him but I think if United fans, if right now everything is in hindsight, but if you could look to the future and see that two years after selling him, you are going to have a 33-year-old Cavani leading the line, you might as well have kept him. Because Cavani right now is not Cavani right now is so if attitude, and it's not of like course. and Cavani too has had his problem. Some of the things that United fans used to insult Lukaku about, Cavani tends to do. Sometimes his holder play can be a bit off. I don't blame him too much. He's still he's, he's an old man and he's still trying to adjust everything. But he's also had a lot of games where his holder play has been suspect. And he's missed so many chances. Yeah, he's missed a lot of chances. The same things that we used to blame Lukaku for, he's doing it. So I'd rather yeah. have a more hungry player, <laughs> hungry younger striker up front doing the job than a 33-year-old man. So in hindsight, if I knew it, and it doesn't even have to be in hindsight. <laughs> just remember that at the time that uh, no. United were about to sell Lukaku, Ole kept stressing on and on about if you sell Lukaku, you have to get a replacement. If you sell Lukaku, you have to get a replacement. And then they sold him, and then we all saw how it turned out. Last minute, they were making bits for everybody. Dybala's have come and entered the team, and left and right. So the thing is that Lukaku, yes, maybe Lukaku should have been sold at the time he was sold. That one they granted. But at the time he was sold, there should have been a replacement, a proper replacement. 
So if there wasn't going to be a replacement, they might as well have kept. Mm-hmm. I don't miss him and I don't want him back. Mm. All the best to him. Driving in the Italian league and it's good for him. Oh. I've seen Lukaku as a player. He was a Jose Mourinho type of player because of the way we played. But then when Ole came in the few matches, we saw how he, he was slowing down our transitional play. He wasn't fit. He was out of form. And even when he was, he was clear of the right. right. He was, he was giving, he was giving good <laughs> crosses. The guy just didn't fit in Ole's system. He just, he just didn't fit in it. You understand? And he wasn't uh, the kind of want of Ole. You're talking about um, Cavani's movement. Cavani's touches and movement are better than Lukaku. His first touch alone is still better than Lukaku. Yes, granted he's missing chances, but I like his presence and his intelligence more than Lukaku. Lukaku is doing well in, in, in Italy, he's doing well in Inter. But yet again, we've seen him still still shitting himself in big matches. Don't talk about just these few matches that he was he tried against AC Milan. No. Last season, Europa final, we saw what he did. Lukaku always takes But he's doing the job this season, so what are you talking about last season? Look, I am, I'm, coming, I'm talking about from last season. You need to start talking from last season to this season. I'm talking about last season to this season. You can't just judge him based on last season. Listen, this season that you're talking about, this season that you're saying that this season that I'm saying that and they were and leading the table listen. at the time. That's why I said... You said what? The body of work, all the big matches, go check. You know how many times he has come short in them? He has played the Lukaku way. He's part of the reason they are out of the Champions League. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's part of the reason they are out <laughs> of the Champions League. You understand? <laughs> we watched him in big matches. We saw him. I don't miss him. No hindsight. We are, it's good for him. He's doing what he should be there. I like that. <laughs> you see, you see, you see, for crack, as somebody who you are yeah, a big Martial supporter, this season, the kind of movement you've been seeing from Martial up top, are you telling me that Lukaku didn't have done it? You see, that's what I see. Look, that's what I see. Look, we are not talking about, we are not talking about Martial and Lukaku. Relax, you are relax, talking relax. about, you said Cavani and Lukaku, right? No, you I'm saying Martial United have Cavani it's about who leads the line for United. And Martial has led the line. Cavani has led the line. None of them has done enough to say that, yes, yeah, you were fully justified in letting Lukaku go. Martial, you can say last season he was good. But you didn't sell Lukaku with just one season in mind. You saw him looking forward and knowing that you're going to plan a good And you just said him. yourself that we haven't replaced him yet. Me, I don't miss him. Forget, yeah. I don't miss him. Yes, you're not listening last to my it, point. I'm last you're when not the listening front to my point. Uh-huh. <laughs> the point I'm making is and that hence the point is mute. So uh, we didn't move How's on. the point? The point the point is how's mute. the point? The point is <laughs> we move on. The and also crack you the lie because we move on. We move Lukaku on. Lukaku has scored against AC Milan, he scored against Napoli, he scored against Roma. He hasn't scored against Juventus. So you're saying he if he doesn't score against Roma, every single big team, he's not being good. Ah, you know Lukaku is not clutch. No, you but know then, it. Just uh, you know, you know, you know a big moment. Lukaku, 
The team will score two goals. No, Lukaku come and you said he hasn't done anything against any of the big you come and, do, and I'll give you listen, the big teams. I didn't say, saying, I said they had a poor showing in the big matches. I didn't say, go and check the time of goals, some of the matches that you're talking about. He was scoring the fourth goal. He was scoring the third goal. And go and check the number of big chances he missed. Last time I was having this argument with somebody yeah. on Twitter and we checked. Um, the guy has been big, I'm, he has been missing big. I'm checking big, the thing right now, and you're just giving me lies oh. confidently because the Napoli game he scored the winner, it was one nil. The AC Milan game, <laughs> he got a goal and an assist. And the, the match ended 3 0. That was in one of the AC Milan games. The other AC Milan game ended 2 1. He scored one. So, what do you mean by the cup? The four, uh-huh. so you finished the cup, finish. what I was talking about. <laughs> I mean, <measure> those two. <laughs> and, and two and twice again, the same team. You mentioned how many big teams are in Italy? You mentioned only Napoli and, 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 and this one. You are coming to say he scored against Roma and this one. Are you serious right now? Ah. He scored against Lazio. He scored two goals against Lazio. Two you, goals you, and you, one assist. You, you and he Why did he? Why did Why did he? Why did he? Lukaku lead Inter Milan out of the Champions League stage? Uh, are you going to put that one on him? Conte, who is he shit himself ah, every time? Ah, it's Conte. Oh, yeah, it's Conte. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, it's Conte. Okay, okay. It's Conte. Hi, everyone. It's Abby, one of the roomies from the Other Room Podcast Show. Join us on this ride as we navigate life as women in the modern society. You're in for a bit of everything. Feminism, relationships, a bit of politics, a bit of humor, celebrating the efforts of women, past and present, and more. Check out all our episodes on listentogcr.com. And our show is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh yeah, uh, when the month of March, which is the Independence Month of Ghana, and on Independence Day 2021, the under-20 youth team did the nation proud by winning the total CAF under-20 championship, which was a huge feat in, in, in its of itself. So, Kawawa Day here today, and YF also Day here today to sort of expound on what that means. Because um, from from how I understand it, you know, uh, even getting there was long. Being in the champion, uh, being in the tournament, too, there were some close yeah. Uh, games, yeah, which almost led them being eliminated. But the final in itself, after a shaky start, they were able to you know come come up and like as we rise up to the occasion. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so, no, yeah. no, 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 one, this is the, the African title. Um, and if you are Ghana, winning the African title at under 20 stage, you know, isn't something we must, um, uh, we must be too excited over. We've won the World Cup at that stage once. We've won the World Cup at the under 17 stage many times. And, you know, um, the fact that we do not have to play at the, we do not have the opportunity to play at the World Cup this year means that, you know, we should, we should just take this one like that and be excited about it. But, 
I am excited though about the players who played in the tournament, the players that I saw in the tournament. I feel like um, there were there were some really good players in there. Now, the first one is the goalkeeper. I think Dalad Ibrahim has been um, extremely good for Ghana. Dalad played at the under-17 AFCON. He was best goalkeeper. He played at the under-20 Wafu. He was best goalkeeper. Played at the under-20 uh, AFCON, best goalkeeper as well. So there has been that progression from the under-17 level all the way up. Now, this is a guy who sits on the bench for Asante Kotoko because Kotoko have three very good senior goalkeepers <laughs> at the moment. There's, there's Kwame Ma, there's Felix Anand, and then there's Razaka Balora, who are, who are all really, really good goalkeepers. So where does this put our goalkeeper, Danlad, who has done so well at youth level? It means that regularly at club level, he won't get an opportunity to be uh, playing competitive football, which is really, really worrying because at this stage is where he needs a lot more games to uh, solidify his performances and sort of grow as goalkeeper here in Ghana. Then then there's, there's also an opportunity to look at other players in there. I wasn't too happy with the defense line, so I'm not going to talk about the defenders. Mm -hmm. The only person I would want to talk about those is Samuel Abea Shikwe, who is the, the left back. He plays at yeah. the Akka Great Olympics. He, I feel like, is is one for the future. He's a player that many have to look to. Now, Sam Samuel Ashikwe has a brother called Max Okwe, who has also been called up to the Black Stars. Mm -hmm. They both play for Accra Great Olympics. Earlier this season, I spoke to both of them for, for a story I did, you know, uh, somewhere in October when Olympics were, you know, the really high-flying side in the Ghana Premier League. So that boy is one, is one of the boys that I feel like, you know, the Football Association needs to look at and try to keep him safe because he's a really, really good player. And then the midfield also has um, uh, there were some players there were some players in there like Fatal 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 plays for Steadfast Football Club in Tamale. And when I went to yep. Tamale to to uh, do stories over there about the teams and stuff, he was the only player that everyone kept mentioning. Fatal was the only player that when I went to Real Tamale United they mentioned. When I went to Tamale City, everybody was talking about him in Tamale. So he looks like the new star from the north. And if you're looking at stars from the north, there, there has been quite a number. One of them, you know, the, the, the most important player we've gotten in our, in our history is Abedi Pele. And he's from the north. Hamza Mohamed, Shila Ilyasu, um, Shila Al-Hassan, and Mohamed Gago. Many, many players have come from the north. And this boy, the young boy who's just 16 years old, uh, that's uh, 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 um, Abdul Fatah Ishahaku, is, is the next person in line that the North has produced. And everybody is really, really proud of the boy. So I feel like he also won uh, the best player award, exactly, you know, at the, at the tournament as well. So he's also one we should play on the tournament. Yeah. And then yeah, there's, um, there's Peshos Boa, who led the attack, scored three goals. Um, yeah. The guy who scored a free kick in that game against Gambia as well. You know, who is also one that, you know, they should also keep a close eye on. But for Peshos Boa, I don't think that, you know, um, he wouldn't get that sort of guidance because he's already playing at Dreams FC where uh, the FA presidents, the, he's playing oh, for the FA president's team at Dreams FC. So I think that the, all the attention will go to him at the moment the and they'll try, to, the they'll try to hold him down and uh, connect him to some, you know, clubs that he might, he might go there and, you know, sort of improve on his level. There's always been that talk that um, in Ghana, we do not um, help these under 20 boys and under 17 boys to progress through the ranks and sort of come, come into the Black Stars and help us. But I feel like 
these boys have gotten the opportunity because there's already been a lot of talk about some of the boys being added to the Black Stars at the moment. And the Black Stars now is under transition because if you look at the Black Stars now, there's only two players um, uh, that were called up. That's Mubarak Wakasu and Imano Fimpong. Imano Boati, I beg who are players who have you know played in Europe. Everybody else is a local boy. So the team is sort of like in a, trans, in a, in a transition moment now. So if the team is at this stage in that sort of transition moment, then why don't you just include some of these boys who have been impressed and see how well they can do um, in, in some games? Because Ghana still has, um, uh, we still have South Africa to play, which I think might be a huge task for the young boys. But yes, but I mean, when we play Sao Tome, you know, these boys can, uh, can get a look in and some of them can, can just get a run out there, you know, when they play that game against, um, against Sao Tome. And then again, I mean, for someone like Abdul Fatal, for instance, he's, he's only 16, getting on 17. I feel like he, he needs an opportunity just to join the Black Stars and learn from them. The Andre Ayu we are looking at now and everybody is praising as captain of the Black Stars started very, very early on. In 2007, when he made his debut, he was just mm-hmm. 16, getting on 17. And if he got that opportunity at that time, I feel like um, uh, Abdul Fatal, who has actually shown that he can do it, because at that time, nobody knew Andre. We, we didn't know him. We didn't know what he could do. But I knew this, Andre. But this, you knew him, but he hadn't, he hadn't done anything for the Black Stars. He hadn't done anything for any national team in, 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 in this country. You know, so for, for this boy from Tamale, who has actually punched above his weight to win best player of the tournament, I think that he deserves a looking. So... If they, can do that, if they can do that for him, I think that, that would be good. But generally, I think these boys were a good crop. They, they, had their, they had their heads in the right place. And so they were able to... Um, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't speak too much about the coaching, coaching you know, because um, uh, every time that anyone has spoken about Karim Zito in a way that uh, sounds like he is not good enough, he has come out, he has come out to... To, to do the impossible. You know, the last time he was criticized heavily, he won the tournament. This time around, this time also, he mm-hmm. was criticized heavily, then, then he won it again. So, yeah, exactly. it again. I mean, for someone like yeah. Zito, you know, I feel like at the, at the youthful level, at the under 20 level, under 17 level, he just knows what, yeah, he just knows what to do to get his team where they need to That's get to. Right. So, like, like Salastete, who guided the Black Satellites to the World Cup and won it, I feel like that's just where Karim Zito is now. So a lot of the confidence, you know, that we give to other coaches should also be given to him. So he continues, you know, training the boys from that level. But I think the most important thing now is to have the boys make that progression from that stage to the Black Meteors and then to the Black Stars. That's what's most important now. Yeah. I, have, I have a question. Yeah. I have two questions. Well, okay, right. uh, Corey, you can, you can shoot right. your questions before I have. Yeah, I, I, I is it allowed? Is the FA president allowed to have a football club? Yes, yes, he is allowed. That's the only why because it is it is uh, it is it is instituted in the GFA. It is it is. I feel like there's a conflict of of interest, but but anyway, it go is, on. It is a conflict of interest, but, but that is how that is how your football association was formed. That you need to have a club okay. to be able to. To, to have a position oh at the record. What's a bunch of idiots? Okay. Exactly. So, but, so that's, uh, that's what it is. My second question, I'm maybe going to try and argue on that. I, I just think it's stupid, so I'll, I'll just move on from, 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 from that. But um, oh, also, 
Um, <laughs> this uh, fatal guy, I haven't heard heard about him be, before. Well, the way he's, he plays you know, in the Division One League. No, I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. Yeah. The way you speak about him, I, I know how you report about players. The way you speak about him, if he wasn't good, you wouldn't be giving him that much praise. Players like this, and I feel as though mm-hmm. this is where Ghana football doesn't help players like this. Yeah. Because a player like this should immediately get better coaching, better infrastructure to to to, to work under and stuff like that. He should be playing in Europe, where so, where some of the so, best players that have been so, created. And right. I don't feel as though so, like Ghana gone. So when you say when you say better coaching, like what, what does it mean? <laughs> I don't think the infrastructure in Ghana no, no, is no, good enough for the players that Napoli needs to be at. No. Corey, you, know, Corey, you know sometimes you know sometimes when you make when you make some arguments i i don't know but i feel like you know there the, the, there's a lot of i think that you know sometimes you get too sentimental about your your questioning and stuff like that now what? um yes because because if you are if you are asking someone like abdul yeah. fatal to go to europe and start there all your best players all the best players this country has produced started here. All the best players, all of them. And they all started here at the youthful level. Michael Essien, Asamwajan, John Penzo, John Mensah, Suleiman Tari. Steven Apia was 19. Steven Apia was 19 at the time when he was, he was at Udinese. And he started here when he was 15 at, at Interfa Park before Accra had to folk bought him. You understand? So I see. And, and also, when you talk about coaching, his coach at Steadfast Football Club is mm-hmm. Mohamed Gago. And I don't think that there's, there's, there's mm-hmm. anybody, I don't think that there's anybody who, is, who has the, the right sense of mind to coach anybody like Fatal than Mohamed Gago. Given that, given that Gago was a footballer himself, he played in midfield for many, many years, played in defense as centre-back for many, many years, was captain of Udinese, he was captain of Genoa, and then he went all the way, you know, he bounced around many times before he came to this level as coach. Also, Gago was part of the 1991 Under-17 World Cup winning squad. He went, he went to the Olympics in 1992, and then he brought bronze to Ghana. That's the, that's the, only, the, only, the only medal oh, very, we have in very football at the Olympics. Very solid. And then in 1993, he went to the Under-20 World Cup and won... Uh, uh, he won silver because Ghana was second in that tournament. Okay, so the point you're making then, is that he can train it. Fantastic. So the point Cheers. the point I'm making is that the point I'm making is that we we do not need this boy to go to Europe to show that he can do it. Lovely, you've answered my, 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 because, my no, question. Because, I, I, because, I, I, I'm a, I'm a bit annoyed. Also, but you've answered no, my, my question, so no, I'm no, looking no, for for there. No, no, it's cool. You don't have to. No, be no, no, it's cool, it's cool, hey, because, no, no, it's cool. Because, hey. Listen, listen, listen. No, no, okay. Because, because, because if you say that, if you say that the boy has to go to Europe, I can give you a very clear example of Dominic Adia who went to Europe just after Adia, the Amaturity World Cup. And we, we've all seen how Adia's career has, has gone up until now. There's also the, the case of Ransford Osei. There's also the case of many, many players from that Afcon, from that World Cup winning squad in 2009 who, exactly, who, who all left after that and they didn't make anything of themselves. So, Corey, sometimes we just, we just need to look at it in a way, in a system that has already helped us. That's what we need to stick to. We don't just need to change things just like that. You'd be calling. That would be the whole long shot of it. You'd be calling. You asked for it. You asked for it. Believe in it. Stand by. Why 
sure. <laughs> I'm not running away. I said sure. I said he answered my question. Bet. Why? I beg. Yeah. Well, well, Tao has pretty much said everything. I think one thing that was telling in the whole tournament was under 20 was a bit the 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 Wafu tournament. We scraped by, we won that, and everyone was on Coach Dito's neck. To be honest, people feel he didn't deserve to be the one to lead them. They feel because he's coaching or he's director of the FA President's Club, that's why he's got the job. But when it comes to developing young talent in Ghana, he's one of the best coaches because he's actually very disciplined about the way he goes about his work. And um, when he was at Kotoko, I had the chance to meet him. He even gave me the interest in getting into football in the first place. So I know he, he took his time. The team might look like it wasn't too prepared, but he needed to have all these kind of slow games to, to see where his problems were. He built on each single game, and in the end, the result was telling. Well, we won the tournament. I think um, the players um, Carl mentioned, Persios, Abikwe, uh, Danlad, Fatal, those are probably the standout players for me as well. I think uh, Banya Efriye, just because he scored in the final twice, that was probably his best contribution of the whole tournament. Because, yeah. to be honest, he just... Yeah, he's just kind of just been, he was just floating around. I feel like he, he ran around like a headless chicken for most of the tournament, but he contributed something. Well, but it was team play that, that got him there, goals. it's not him. So, let's... <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, the chance, the yeah. and then another player, I think, points. I don't really like him, Enim Kujo, I think he's just overrated and hyped, like... <laughs> Hands, hands down, he, he's one of the, he was one of the worst players on the squad, honestly. And if you watched the team before they went away to, to the AFCON, they happened to play my Division 2 side, Asakem. And you're playing people in Division 2. You play for Asante Kotoko, Legon Cities, and you can't even control the game. That's how you know he's not good enough for the level at the moment. But obviously, he's got connections and whatnot, so they're pushing him, pushing the agenda. But... I think I think the 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 whole setup or how we we groom players that's what we need to take up from this tournament because you look at the squad the there were 16 year olds 15 year olds 17 year olds 18 year olds and they're all playing for Division One clubs but in such a tournament I felt for the future we could have added one or two players that are genuinely they they've not played any professional football to an extent. They were in secondary school or whatnot, but they're good enough just for the experience. And then they are around when the next group of people come around just for continuity sake. But it was it was a good tournament all the same. I think for the next time, there's a, there's a, there's a pity there's no, there's no World Cup, obviously. But next time around, I, I hope Coach Vito is still the man to lead them. And he's probably updated or upgraded his skills as well because... That's essential for the next phase of our development of our football. We we are in a state where if the under 17s, U15s, U20s isn't working, we'll never get a proper black stars to actually look at. So 
we need to have these young talents coming in. And like Kawawa said, they need to be given opportunities with the black stars. Even if they're not going to play, you call them to camp. Five, six players, they just get the whole environment in there. It's just preparing them for later. And great yeah. things can happen. But it's good that we finally won some tournament at the moment because it was looking some way. Over how many years, we just keep going to finals, semifinals, and... We never win. So maybe this could start something for the Black Star Slides, Starlets, and even the Black Stars. Because generally, if we don't get another, if we don't get an Afcon trophy in the next four or five years, we might as well just forget it. We will just dissolve the FA and just stop playing hockey yeah. for fun. Honestly, because the, 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 the amount of talent we have, it shouldn't be going to waste. We need to show with the re- results, I think. Thank you very much, boys. Thank you, thank you very, 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 very much. Corey, you be cool. He left going. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, my <laughs> he's watching TV. All right, we're wrapping this up. So we are bringing you next segment, sponsored by Kentucky, the NBA Roundup. This 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 weekend was a shit ton of games. Shit ton of games, shit ton of games. But then I bet crack. Take us through what, yeah. what happened over in the you, East and West. Usually um, games get heated up in the second round when you are done with uh, uh, all-star games because playoffs are coming closer and teams are trying to play for seeding and all of that. But then we still had the usual suspects winning Denver Nuggets beating Memphis Grizzlies. We had uh, New Orleans blowing up Cleveland Cavaliers, which was a surprise there, but then Ingram and Zion were on top of their game. Philly, Philly beat, they beat the Wizards, but then Embiid had a knee scare, which we are still waiting for updates because he really, really came down bad on his knee. Miami, Miami Heat beat the Chicago Bulls, Spurs beat Magic, Utah Jazz, the hottest team in the NBA, still being hot. Lakers, I mean, had to pull away in the fourth quarter to win by just five points. And so, how, how do you see New York Knicks today? How do you think, bro? I didn't hear that. Uh, I was asking out in the playoffs. Oh, I mean, we've seen this before in the NBA because playoffs is different. And we've seen them choke last, last season 3 1 up and they still choke their loss. But this yeah. without fans, though. Yeah, and last this without fans, though. During the, the, the bubble, it was without fans. And they were up 3-1 against uh, um, um, Denver. And they, still, and they still lost. You understand? They were 3-1 up and still lost that series. So, I, and I've seen, we've seen in the NBA, we've seen teams win, the, win the, their conferences and still not make it to the, to the NBA finals or even still not win the chip. There's just a few cases where number one seeds have won it. But most often, when they get to the playoffs, they always and, and they are still they are still an in, inexperienced. It's a different team. thing. So until they get there, I'm not choosing them above the Lakers with the fifth and Tony Davis or over the uh, Clippers. They're still yet to see. Yeah, he he's yeah. he's coming back from injury, right? So we are still waiting on that. Yeah. Well, it seems to be heating up, heating up, cool, 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 cool. Uh, we'll end 
the episode soon. Just want to go off to the next sponsor tweet, Dan Bod. If you don't know him, uh, the Bonja on Twitter. Hey, the Bojun. What? Why? 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 My reading skills. My reading skills. Why? 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 Wherever you did, the day for you. Come sort you out real quick. Yeah. <laughs> you go bring him anywhere he gets <laughs> But yeah, uh, the damn boy tweet. You still the talk that you talk say except except the damn boy tweet of the week. Yeah. <laughs> the damn boy tweet of the week uh, from Bleacher Report. I think we touched on this already, uh, but it's still difficult to read that there will be no Messi or Ronaldo in the Champions League quarterfinals for the first time in 16 years, which is nuts. But time does occur, and this was bound to happen one, 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 one way, like sooner or later. But then for both of them to go out at the same time, we really wouldn't have thought that. And with the summer coming up and Messi's contract expiring, which I feel like is like it's another topic all on its own. You know, one that's why I still believe that he has one more left in him. Wherever he ends up, I think he can win it there. But that's me, my own. That's my that's my take. Let's hope, and I'll be on that. Let's hope he can win the UEFA Champions League when he goes to Argentina. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, we're about to end the episode, but before we do that, I because we have such a full panel here, I did come do some quick fire questions. Be everyone go chop one question. We know whether people your football knowledge be cool or nah. But crack and no parts because me ask ah. you these questions already. Ah, Howard, <laughs> it's gone a month. But yeah. Let's go. So, man, I, according to my screen, I mean, I'm, I'm going off uh, everyone's name as it appears on my screen. First person could be Smiley. <laughs> smiley with <laughs> Smiley with the under twenty with the under twenty football squad in Ghana, known as the Black Satellites. What is the name of the under twenty football squad known as in Ghana? Uganda. The team that they beat. <laughs> Be very serious question. The way that we know our under twenty squad as the black satellites, what are the the that same nomenclature for the Uganda? Uganda did have their queens. So they 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 be queens. So so the young ones will be young queens. Their name are the hippos. What the who, who can nonsense be? How do you see that be crazy? Yeah. And a young team be hippos. Nah, I don't believe it. Oh no, it can't be. Can they use wild animals? You will go go check. You for good check. <laughs> it be baby cream. It be baby cream. Let's crack. Corey. You there, my brother? I didn't listen. Yeah. What am I doing? 
I'm here. I can hear you. I said, I'm listening. <laughs> with the satellites, with, with, with the satellites winning their latest edition of the under 20 AFCON in Mauritania, prior to this, where did they win their last AFCON tournament? Which was what, 2009? Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, so where did they win? Like, uh, which was the host country uh, there? <laughs> you're not actually far off you're not actually far off oh, it rhymes with Wakanda <laughs> oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah dead ass correct yeah Rwanda Rwanda yeah right. uh, YF since you, I, I left I left the last two questions give you guys and who is the latest player or the mo- the current player? Like which which current player in the national team last played for the under which 20 team? National team. Last I think the, the Black Stars. He is named in the Black Stars squad, but then he's been promoted from the under 20 squad and is playing with them. Because you know our system, then they pick the boys random. But this guy, he go through the U the, the U teams where he did the national mm. uh, team inside. So that'd be the only hint he gets he gets to him. <laughs> that is the question. It'll be him. So you know give me that like is the question. more information on the squad. <laughs> Use his name in the same thing. <laughs> oh nigga. <laughs> <laughs> because then then the phone a friend. Phone a friend. They name new new players every day. So <laughs> this question. His first his first name is so t- his first name is still oh. t- typically English. His last oh, name English. is very 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 local. Okay. The correct answer. Ah, I say as the Understand the question. Understand this question. There's the a squad right now. There's a new squad right now. You don't have a point. What was the last time? We're preparing to play South Africa. They are in camp right now. They trained. They trained. They trained. They trained. They Yeah. Oh, since 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 uh-huh. this, yeah. yes, uh-huh. this this is a question uh-huh. to the meetings. So yeah. for force for the, the total the total women relax the total women Africa Cup of Nations has Africa Cup of Nations two winners. Oh, can you name them? Yeah, Nigerians are top on finish. Yeah, yeah. The Af- nah. the women Nigeria. Africa Cup of Nations. South Africa never chopped. Yeah, Nigeria. The, the women. Nigeria, definitely, yes. Uh-huh. Yes, Nigeria, yes. Nigeria and South Africa. Yes. South Africa. Yeah. Nigeria. Okay. Oh. Equatorial Guinea. Yeah. Uh, the Equatorial Guinea. They are the only ones. They beat South Africa. Yeah, they are the only ones, Charlie. 
So you learn something every day. Every year. They beat South Africa. So every year, Nigeria, Nigeria, Guinea. Those are the ones. No, every year, Nigeria, they win. Actually, every year, Nigeria. The only other time that Nigeria, the only other time a country. 2008, 2012. Yeah, 2008. Something recent, but then it was Guinea. Nigeria, the women, the Mm. The day form, but yeah, Happy Women's Month oh. for uh, <laughs> women <laughs> listeners. Happy Women's Month to all our women listeners. Happy Ghana Month to all our Ghanaian listeners. And that is the end of the episode. Thank you for. Rocking with us to the end, Charlie. You guys, Charlie, thank you so much. Thank you. Come on, we we, we try yes, for boss. you. We, I beg you. So <laughs> next week, you for can't open the place for you. Yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so please, like I said, um, do well to interact with us on uh, respective Twitter pages. If you guys want to do your shoutouts, do your shoutouts, people. Oh, finally get up. Oh, crap. Uh, my bro say you only listen this podcast because of crack. ATW. Oh, <laughs> Smiley, every time we they can't do something to be a... Why? He choose ATW. Dominate. Peace, Nick. Shout out to my girlfriend and my wife. <laughs> girlfriend and wife. Okay, fine. We did. We go talk for you. Happy Women's Month. Happy Women's Month. ATW dominates the conversation. Neymar, Busquets. Se va al ataque de nuevo el futuro campeón de Liga. Messi dejando el balón para Neymar. Atención, ahí fuera del juego. Balón para Luis Suárez. Gol. Gol. Va a golpear Cristiano, se espatarra el bicho. Va a golpear con la derecha, chuta Cristiano. Gol. Costa turns out the finals. Hazard. Won the title for Leicester City tonight. Irving and Curry one on one. Irving puts it up. Let's go. Kyrie Irving from downtown. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com.